How's it going, dreamers? And welcome back to the Bringing It Home Show podcast for episode two of the podcast form. I'm social media coordinator alongside director of operations, Roman Weinberg. You guys can't hear us today, but you can see us. So that's the second best thing right there. And we get to talk baseball, field of dreams, and the fact that opening day is today, Thursday, April 7th in the year 2022. Baseball has arrived, Roman. I love it. It's opening day. And I think you mean that they can hear us, not see us. Yep, that's what I meant. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, it's a Friday when this is airing. So we'll just use, even though it's Thursday, we will use that as an excuse. It's Friday. It's good. Uh, Tucker, good to be back on the airwaves with you, my friend. And we will have um, some clips of the uh, Zoom recording. So we do our podcast on Zoom. We'll go ahead and put those out on Instagram too. And there will be a link for the shows. So the pod uh, and it is released for us on Fridays. So uh, at some point on Friday, typically in the evenings, but uh, if we're a little bit ahead of the game, we'll, we'll try and get it up Thursday night for Friday. So that way you can listen to it on your drive to and from work on Friday um, and, and go for it. I know you guys are itching for, for Field of Dreams and the Bringing It Home show, but Tucker, it's, it's opening day. We had a cool video uh, released earlier today uh, just on the the nostalgia of the game, those classic moments of every that every fan can picture in their head. And, you know, it's it's the sounds, the smells, not to to paraphrase the movie or quote Ray Liotta and Shoeless Joe Jackson. But, you know, it, it is that it's it's all those moments because it's not just a game. I know it sounds cliche, but when I think of baseball and I think of the field of dreams, I think of those moments of listening to Pat Hughes and Ron Sano and all of the Cubs games broadcasts on the radio and, and listening to those and watching, um, you know, WGN and watching the Cubbies and, and sitting in my grandparents' living room or sitting on the deck and listening to them on the radio. And just those things. I remember so many moments so vividly, and key moments in my life where we've watched the Cubs. I've stayed up late and, you know, you always longed for that, especially playoff baseball, which didn't come that often as a Cub fan when I was growing up, but you would wait for those. And you knew playoff season was you would get permission from mom and dad to stay up late and watch the game. So, and for us was quite often, cause I used to live in Nevada as a kid and uh, being on in that time zone, Pacific time zone was kind of a struggle because games would be held pretty late in the evening, but um, that was so fun for me. And it's, it's all of that. And it's a day where Craig said it really well. One of our tour guides on site, he said, just everything seems right with the world. And he's right. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a romanticize about the game, which you and I could do all day long. It's, it's fun to finally have it back. Spring training's different. It's just a different feel, but when you get it back, finally in its purest form it's awesome yeah it's uh it, I, that's you know craig, craig per usual says things in a very uh poetic sense i'm not sure whether they're intentionally poetic or they're craig poetic but that's um that's a <laughs> that's a good way to say it is everything does seem right i mean it's like you i woke up you know first thing check my phone you know see the espn updates and everything and and every you know every piece of of opening day uh, media that MLB's putting out and all their partners and and everything it is it's this this great sense of euphoria that not only baseball is back but a time of year is back where you you do you know no matter what's going on you get to settle down for those moments to watch the game whether it's the full game or some of the game or we're working a tournament and we're watching it on our phones whatever it may be there's something to focus on put your time and energy to and it doesn't matter what the weather is like on opening day, because folks, it's about 40 degrees and it was raining part of the day today. It was sleeting yesterday a little bit. So it's not opening day weather here, but it's opening day mindset here as it is across the rest of the world, which is it really is. It's something so unique that only comes once a year and you only get so many times in your lifetime that opening day it is. It's like a national holiday without being a national holiday. So true. So true. And, and yeah, I mean, you're right. They, aside from this year with the lockout and everything, uh, they try and squeak in opening day and push it earlier and earlier every year, it seems, which I, I understand it. But at the same time, it's like, uh, what, you know, that half of the games are going to get canceled or postponed or moved around in some fashion. And speaking of which we have two postponements today, 
the twins postponed actually a couple of days ago. So the twins were set to um, take on the Mariners today. Uh, that has been postponed. The makeup date is tomorrow, the 8th, uh, or actually the day that this is being released. So Friday, April 8th, and the Red Sox and Yankees game is postponed to Friday, April 8th as well. Yay, so, uh, MLB opening day the, postponement. Love it. <laughs> Especially if you're a fan of one of those teams, it's like, oh, it's a tease. But all right, so uh, today, currently, where are we, Tucker? You, you got some updates. I, I have live updates with scores. Go ahead with everybody. Go ahead with your team. I mean, I guess, yeah, my, my secondary team, my, yes. you know, my, my, my dual loyalty, my dual citizenship team, uh, the, the Cleveland guardians, boy, it sounds weird to say that. And I know that, you know, that logo training, is gorgeous. Uh, the logo is fantastic. It's I'm currently, delicious. For those of you who are not seeing the video, obviously I'm, I'm currently wearing my Dodgers hat, but my new guardians hat does sit proudly on the shelf over there. Um, I'm a fan of the logo. I'm a fan of the outlook, to be honest with you. I think it's kind of a cool little facelift. Um, and so the, the, the guardians, boy, I almost said it already. The guardians and the Royals are in the bottom of the second right now. No runs in that game at the moment. Um, should be a good little game there for opening day. And then, uh, on the other, other part of the country, you know, still Midwest, I guess we should say, uh, middle mm-hmm. of the first right now between the pirates and the Cardinals. Um, again, that's a no run game at the moment. Uh, so I love we got a stadium. Yeah, Bush Stadium is beautiful. It, it is a beautiful stadium. And even if you don't like the Cardinals, you have to appreciate their stadium, much like you do the Pirates Stadium in downtown Pittsburgh. Those are two teams with iconic venues. Of course. Of course. It's, uh, yeah, it's when you talk about some of the stepping stones of baseball and, and um, some iconic venues, that certainly is near the top of the list. And then you got another iconic venue, which is one of the most recognizable venues of all of sports Wrigley field out in uh, North side of Chicago and the Cubbies are taking on the Brewers right now. They've got a two run lead three, one top of the seventh, no outs uh, with Milwaukee up to bat. And right now, yeah, Kane is up to bat Lorenzo Kane and uh, Norris is pitching for my Cubbies. And uh, so far uh, it's been pretty successful for them. Horner, homered to left and Jason Hayward was brought in as well. And, um, so far some action and Suzuki scored earlier on a wisdom, uh, sacrifice fly. So boy, that, that Patrick, uh, that Patrick wisdom guy, man, he sure is good. Isn't he? Yeah. Some would think so. <laughs> it's, it's good. Uh, it's fun. It'll be an interesting season. The team's young. Um, you know, in certain aspects, there, there's a lot of youth there and, um, you know, some, some untested guys had some early success last year. We'll see if they can follow through this year. Baseball is definitely a battle of attrition. So we'll see if they can last the the long season and, and have some success here. Uh, hopefully uh, they take a step in the right direction, not just as a cup fan, I'm saying that, but also you always like to see um, professional athletes succeed in their, in their platforms. So uh, wish them all the best. Good luck Cubs, but, and, and we'll see you here at the field later this year and, and good luck to the reds as well who take on the braves uh later on tonight here again recording this on thursday april 7th opening day the podcast has uh will be airing on friday april 8th so this game's already passed um but i'm gonna take the braves in this one <laughs> we'll see if my prediction holds true but I, I think the braves are gonna squeak back i think it's a fair assessment yeah me too so i'm looking uh, at Looking over different uh, opening day rosters as we're, yeah. we're talking here. Reds, good luck this season, and we'll see you August 11th uh, taking on those Cubs. So, you know, obviously we'll, we'll get to that. But minor league baseball, let's talk minor league baseball. So in terms of minor league baseball, the AAA affiliate Iowa Cubs, AAA affiliate of the Chicago Cubs out in Des Moines, Principal Park, beautiful. Uh, they have yet to, to have their home opener for the season, but their season opener kicked off minor league baseball kicked off officially uh, opening day for them was Tuesday, April 5th. And the Iowa Cubbies, unfortunately fell two three, uh, had a comeback at the end of the game, just fell short um, close game, but uh, anyway, exciting. And just to have, again, baseball back. And, and I know, you know, the, those Iowa cub fans are, 
are definitely prideful and there is such a follow a strong following since that's really all we have here in Iowa is, is minor league and uh, independent or uh, summer collegiate wood bat league baseball. So a lot of it. Yeah. Just, just uh, for some, for some context here for uh, the fans out there, we have three minor league baseball teams in the state of Iowa, the Cedar Rapids, uh, River Bandit, the Quad Cities River Bandits, excuse me, Cedar Rapids Colonels, and the Iowa Cubs. So um, that's pretty fun. The Iowa Cubs are, again, located out of Des Moines. And then you have the Cedar Rapids Colonels, the minor league baseball high A affiliate of the Minnesota Twins. And then you've got the Quad Cities River Bandits as well. And they are the high A affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. Um, so Cedar Rapids Colonels are in Cedar Rapids, obviously. And then, um, you know, you got the Quad Cities River Bandits out in uh, Davenport. So pretty cool. Um, you know, the, the venue out of the three venues, respectively, I do have to say, and again, not biased, but Principal Park is just gorgeous and right in the middle of um, Metro Des Moines area. Pretty, uh, pretty great venue. And uh, Tucker, have you made it out to, to any of those? I know, obviously, um, for those that don't know, Tucker has has obviously been to uh, the stadium out in the Quad Cities. But what are your thoughts? Um, currently hearing people be loud nearby, so I'm trying to let them walk by before speaking. Um, but no, uh, I Modern Woodman Park is the the park located in downtown Davenport, Iowa, uh, on the Mississippi River, just across the bridge from Illinois. So it's I guess you could say it's barely Iowa, but we could also say we're barely Iowa as well. We're on that that you know that coastal plain of Iowa, I guess we should say. Um, but yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Modern Woodman Park. Um, I can speak to that one. I've been there. Um, there's a Ferris wheel in the outfield which leans over the Mississippi River, and it's an amazing little venue. Uh, Roman, is the noise coming from you or me? I do not think it's coming from me. I there is some strange noises coming out of I'm thinking ESPN is giving me some weird ad noises right now. Yep, that's what it was. Okay. Sorry guys, I was hearing hearing ghosts. Um <laughs> this will be edited yeah. out, so we're good. Yeah, no, but no, Water Modern Woodman Park is an awesome stadium, downtown Davenport, Iowa. I have not made it to Principal Park yet. I will this summer. I have no doubt of that at all. Principal um, Park's nice, but Veterans Memorial Stadium in Cedar Rapids, too. I've been there many times. Um, gosh, the first I think it was like 2007. I stopped out there. My grandparents took me and my brother to a game and uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun venue on Fridays and Saturday nights uh, throughout the summer. They'll have firework night out there at the yeah. uh, Cedar Rapids uh, veterans Memorial stadium. And it's just a fun venue. So yeah, I have a goal. Uh, I have a goal to check off all the, the minor league venues in Iowa this summer. Tucker, um, I will go with you. I was going to say, we'll, we'll do, we'll do a little FOD on the road segment. My, my parents um, live in Des Moines, so we can always stay over there. That's true. Well, there that's you it. Go. Well, you guys heard it here first. Roman and I are going to make a road trip of Iowa minor league parks. Um, on top of that though, guys, we got to, we'll, we'll make sure to and visit. And y'all are invited to my parents' house as well. <laughs> Yay. <Love> that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but we'll, we'll also, we'll make sure to visit all the, 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 the wood bat league teams and the collegiate summer teams. Um, you know, the Burlington bees formerly of minor league baseball, now a summer team, um, the prospect the, league. yeah, the, the Clinton lumber Kings, formerly minor league baseball now, uh, in the prospect league too. prospect league as well. Yeah. So we'll make sure to visit those as well as those are, you know, former iconic minor league venues in, in, uh, casualties in of the cut, unfortunately, but yeah, yeah a couple but, but years that ago. Gives, but that gives the people an even more, more perspective to how much minor league baseball existed in Iowa just two years ago. So true. So true. Yeah. I mean, it's a different world, but you know, I, I think it's exciting and we've talked about this on previous shows on our video podcast format, but in terms of, you know, obviously the economic economics and, and where we are now as a society and many are struggling financially and don't have that discretionary income uh, as they did in the past because of the pandemic with layoffs or cutbacks, whatever. Um, and gosh, the cost of gas, uh, let alone, but 
people are looking for more economical entertainment and what better way to experience baseball than go to a minor league game or an independent game or summer collegiate, what bat league game. Um, and, and have that because, you know, that that's a way, and it's, you talk about instilling the love of the game and the kids and that that's it, right. Being able to hang out with the mascots and see the mascots run all the bases and do these great things. And it's the entertainment aspect that isn't lacking in, in major league baseball, but obviously that's the highlight, right? Um, Roman favorite minor league baseball memory or stadium or game. You, we, we talk a lot about major league baseball. We're talking opening day, but we have to talk a little bit of minor league baseball. What's your favorite memory of regarding minor league baseball, you know, growing I up? Love, I, I love this uh, question. So um, I'm going to actually take a spin on this, but as I'm saying it, it, there's a great view right now. So I just for context for Dream Nation out there uh, that are listening, I'm sitting at the bay window in the upper level of the farmhouse overlooking the field. And it is literally raining slash snowing. So it's a little bit of a mixture here because it's in the 30s, upper 30s. Uh, But the sun is out. The sky is actually quite majestic. And the sun's peeking out periodically, and I can just hear this pitter patter of rain on the window. So apologies if you can hear that in the background. My uh, mic is actually killer, so hopefully you don't hear any of that. But if you do, apologies. Um, so anyway, that that's kind of where I'm at. But in terms of that, I'm going to take a, a spin off your question because it's not so much a favorite memory that I have growing up. I mean, I would say... Um, the Colonels game, if I had to, uh, growing up was probably the first one that I went to. And actually it was, it was 2006. Now that I think about it more, because actually Kevin Costner was performing at the field of dreams that same night, uh, in 2006, as part of a Netflix campaign tour that they were doing at iconic locations across the United States and on the tour stop was the field of dreams, uh, movie site. And Kevin came out and my parents actually had attended that concert with family friends of ours. And they called us asking how we were doing at veteran Memorial stadium, enjoying the Colonel's game. So, um, that was, that was fun and surreal. And it was the first, um, taste of Iowa minor league baseball that I had experienced. Again, I lived in Henderson, Nevada and from 2000 to 2006. So that was my first minor league game in Iowa And it was uh, very, very enjoyable. Um, Got autographs from all the players, did the whole kit and caboodle, uh, went down and saw BP and got to talk to some of the guys. And it was it was really fun. But in terms of I'm going to go current now on you in 2019, I attended a Iowa Cubs game with Matthew and he was two years old. And that was his first game as well. Quite not quite at that age, obviously, where he could concentrate and absorb and comprehend what was going on but um it was just fun to get him out into the ballpark and you know he's been to i he's been to my office he's been to the field (laughs) uh many many i mean countless times now but um for him to actually get out in a ballpark and see a game that that was so fun uh we got an autograph uh from i think it was caratini at that time uh the catcher Uh, We still got it at home. So, and bought him in Iowa Cubs baseball. So it was just fun to share that experience with my, with my son. What about you? Well, now that I'm done having a massive choking fit on water off camera, off mic, I kept my composure uh, though. And doc, doc Graham wasn't going to come to save you if you No, I'm I'm just glad that my microphone has a mute button because I felt the coughing fit (laughs) after drinking water coming on and I, Needed to mute. Okay, back to minor league baseball. That's going to no. be the recording, the video recording bit that I use on Instagram later. <clears throat> yeah, me choking. Great. That's awesome. Uh, anyway, so yeah, no, that, that's a. I like your. I like your modern memory there with your son. That's um, that's that's special, and that is what, in my mind, that's what minor league baseball is all about. Like it really, mm-hmm. it really is that, and that's you know for me, I have a similar, you know, a similar response. I you know I grew up uh, going to. Dodgers games to Pirates games. We lived in both places, and so I I recall a lot of I recall a lot of major league games at a young age, um, but I think the minor league games that stuck out the most 
Uh, we're actually in, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the Chattanooga lookouts. Um, yeah. you know, I, my, my family is from there. I visited there, you know, for weeks at a time, every single summer, I have a lot of fond memories from my childhood in Chattanooga. Um, but I think more than anything was going to lookouts games and guys, if you haven't been to, I believe it was first energy park or first energy stadium. It sits at kind of the highest point in downtown Chattanooga where you can, where you can see signal mountain in the background. You can see lookout mountain in the background. And when the, when the Southern sun sets, they say, you know, like when it, as it goes down, the sky really does turn purple and it it's the backdrop to all these mountains surrounding the park, which is just something unreal. And the, you know, the, the cicadas are singing in late summer and it's humid as can be, but my gosh, it's, it is a minor league baseball atmosphere like nothing yeah. else. And I, you know, I really recall, I think my, my favorite memories kind of from that are, you know, I, I we went to so many games over a summer that I would talk to, to D Gordon, um, D Gordon, who was actually most recently with the Iowa Cubs. Uh, you know, I would get to know him and talk to him every single day, every single game we were there and, and created kind of a relationship from there. And, you know, I, I like to say we created a relationship because I was, you know, communicating with him so often, but that's the beauty of minor league baseball is you get to know these players and, and just getting to know him and the rest of this team at the time was amazing. And I, I always looked forward to going to a game there, whether it was with my dad or my grandparents and getting a giant frozen lemonade. I got to say for me, minor <laughs> league baseball, minor league baseball was sitting there eating nachos and frozen lemonade. And obviously this was prior to, you know, my, my legality of beer drinking, because, you know, now I'm of age. And so I'll experience minor league sure. baseball in a different way, but my gosh, the <laughs> beverage of choice on a 95 degree, humid Chattanooga, Tennessee day was getting to sit down along the third baseline and drink a frozen lemonade, man. And that brain freeze, oh. that brain freeze was worth it. I'll tell you that oh. right now. For sure. I was just going to say that. And it's like a dream come true as a kid. It's like, look, and I have to say, like, I'm of drinking age too. I honestly, I'd take a frozen lemonade over an ice cold brewski probably at, at, a, at that at a ballpark. Yeah, dude. Um, that's amazing. So, but now AT&T Field is the uh, stadium for the, the host stadium for the Chattanooga Lookouts. So, um, I mean, so we used to do, and actually we'll, we'll be, revamping this again and and um bringing this back and resurrecting it but in terms of uh minor league mondays we used to do that and we're we're going to go ahead and bring it back um and it was funny because we've always said hey we're, we're starting to run out of, uh, of teams to feature and fields to feature not so much anymore since we started our instagram and uh feel the dreams pages uh facebook pages and instagram pages excuse me over uh on on social media because uh, we, they were compromised. So we restarted them up. So definitely give us a follow, give us a like, um, and go ahead and look at all that great content that we have both on Facebook and Instagram at the field of dreams movie site, uh, for Instagram and at FOD movie site for Facebook and at FOD movie site for Twitter as well. And then at uh, field of dreams movie site for TikTok, which we had two videos post, uh, today Thursday so definitely check them out if you haven't already here this Friday um, and and go from there but uh, Dream Nation are you looking for your next wood bat to take to the field and play ball with Devo Bat Company is a Pacific Northwest boutique wood bat company based in Kennewick Washington and a proud sponsor of the Field of Dreams movie site and the Bringing It Home show Devo Bat Company strives to provide the highest quality wood bats to all age levels, turned from the best hand-split wood on the market, while providing dynamite customer service and attention to detail. They turn bats for varying skill levels, ranging from the little leaguers just starting out all the way to the pros. They are devoted to baseball, working hard, sweating, and leaving it all out on the field. They're devoted to quality, excellence, details, craftsmanship, and doing it the right way. You have to visit their website, guys, if you haven't yet, www.devobats.com. That's D-E-V-O-Bats.com. And you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They've got a lot of exciting things coming up, so please go ahead, give them a follow on social media, visit their website, and if you're still not convinced, go ahead, check out their website, and use the promo code here, for the month of April, for 10% off your next order, FOD22. 
That's lowercase f, lowercase o, lowercase d, 22. FOD 22 for 10% off your next order the month of April on DevoBats' website. So go ahead, please go ahead and do that. We'll share the link here uh, in the description of this podcast and on our social media pages so you can follow this link and go ahead and take advantage of that discount. And we were first introduced to DevoBats by a mutual friend and we're connected to uh, one of the owners, Chris Wright, out there. Chris, uh, hope you're listening, my friend, and thank you for everything. They went ahead and gifted us with four customized hand-painted bats. Now, that's not exactly what they specialize in, but they went ahead and sent us four bats to have displayed here at the movie site. Tucker and I show it off on TikTok whenever we can, and all of our other social media pages as well. But definitely go ahead, visit their website, www.devobats.com, D-E-V-O, bats.com. Yeah, in terms of that, that's a that's a great memory. Um, awesome. Thanks for sharing, Tuck. And and speaking of favorites, and and <laughs> I love it. Dream Nation's getting to know a little bit about Roman and Tucker here today. Any questions at all, guys? You can follow us on our personal pages. Uh, we have Field of Dreams accounts as well, uh, or at least I do. Um, I don't know if mine. I yeah. You know, I'll 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 check for the people right now to make sure. We'll we'll see. But anyway, yeah, mine, um, mine's still operational. We're good. Mine's still operational. <laughs> Awesome. That was reassuring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that, that's good. Um, but taking an inside look, you know, we're, we say this all the time and, and again, well, we say this all the time as well as thank you uh, dreamers. You're the only reason that the field of dreams still exists and that we are open for business uh, seven days a week, April through November. So thank you. Uh, extremely humbled and love the fact that we can provide uh, a respite from everyday life by just coming out and visiting the field and, and providing some uh, reminiscent time for you and uh, a, a trip down memory lane, which it is for Tucker and I as well. Um, on a daily basis, when we get out here, it's, uh, I think, to a certain extent, not so much maybe the memories, but at least the excitement of being out here at the field, you know, um, is is definitely fun. So thank you for that. But also, in terms of that, we say it again and again, is we are fans just like all of you. And just like Dream Nation, we're a part of Dream Nation. We say that uh, with full of, full of pride and we're, we're fans at our core. So that's why we're here. That's why we enjoy doing what we do and interacting with, with fans and talking baseball, talking Field of Dreams and just talking life because that's really what the Field of Dreams is about is is life and the harsh reality sometimes of losing those that we love and are close to us. But so turn on the fan hat, Tucker, turn on the dreamer hat. What's your favorite. And this is kind of the main now turning point of the show. What's your favorite scene from the movie and why? Okay. I have two scenes and they both have dual, they have dual purpose, dual meaning. That's not uh, fair. I said, I'm just kidding. Well, well, there's, there, there, these are scenes that I don't think people would pick because they're not even really full scenes. I have one what, too. That's like that. That's what I like about it. So go. Uh, so the first one is Ray and Annie are, are outside. Uh, they, at this point, Ray has built the field. The sun is setting over the Iowa corn. Ray and Annie are sitting there uh, on that iconic uh, blanket, having a nice little picnic. Um, and they have a bottle of, of vino of wine and they're you know they're just enjoying themselves but in left the center coolest, field right that's right and the cool thing about that moment to me was not a lot of people will say oh the whole scene was so cool blah 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 you know sure i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rain on your parade but all, all i'm saying is my favorite part from that scene that is a takeaway for me is you know ray says i just created something totally illogical and annie snaps back with that's what i like about it and like you know like i just love that i love that i love that scene though because like it's it's witty it's funny it's smart but more than anything the idea of creating something totally illogical and having the support from you know your spouse your family your loved one whatever it may be is so cool like there's something about that that's awesome and i think you know working in the creative field creating something totally illogical is not out of the blue. Like oh, I guys, yeah. Roman will attest to how many crazy ideas I come up with that. And, and that he comes up with as well, that we're just like, we're yeah, going to we, do it. 
We like, just, we go it. back and forth and it's been fun. And, you know, one of those was the barstool barn burner last year, Absolutely. you know, it's just, we get approached with everything and we lo- love to try something new. And I think that that's, that's it. Again, we're, we're fans at our core. We see the, the beauty of doing something unique and taking a leap of faith in life and, and branching out and doing something a little bit different. And everything is illogical and it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and that's why, you know, as a premonition, that was a psychic premonition in the movie is that's what I like about it. That's what hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people around the world like about our site. Right. I mean, yep. because it's illogical, because it's different. I mean, yeah, you can go to a baseball field and a little league diamond out there and, you know, some small town out in Iowa or anywhere around the country. And yeah, it's got its quaintness to it. It does. But there is something unique about just seeing blue collar farmers out there, the rolling beautiful Hills in the middle of the Midwest and rural Dyersville and having that resolution as you're turning the corner and you, you drive down the lane and there all of a sudden the here, the hillside clears and you can see this little quaint diamond mm-hmm. just peek out in this iconic white farmhouse with the, beautiful fence and it's just you can't like, help but get giddy but like it's it's sick man it's sick it is sick so no that was good that's i i like that one and that was actually on my list but i i'm glad that i have a different one so go with your second and hope that it's not mine <laughs> yeah my i mean my second one i think is is one that not a lot of people will probably think of or even even see it as a scene but it's the the it's the montage essentially of Ray and Terrence Mann and the young, you know, Moonlight Graham, the young Archie Graham, they're in the Volkswagen, they're driving along. That scene, guys, is is somewhere between here and Galena, Illinois, that kind of scenic greenery drive. Mm -hmm. And they got that great 80s music going on in the background. And it's just so cinematic that it wraps up like every. Yeah, it's like every driving scene you can possibly imagine. But it's so cool to me because it's symbolic of them leaving something behind to go to something else and the trust process of Terrence Mann to go with this complete stranger and the fact that they had picked up somebody who they know is dead and a ghost essentially. And they're like, we're going to go with it. Like there's so much trust involved in that driving scene that I'm a big fan of it. Oh, I love it. Colina, Illinois, uh, host of uh, played Chisholm, Minnesota. That's right. In the movie. In downtown Dubuque, uh, Boston. Except for one scene that they couldn't emulate, which was what scene was actually filmed in Boston? Fenway Park. Yes. You cannot fake Fenway. Nope. As hard as you try. And there were, <laughs> okay. there were actually, hold on, fun fact. All right, fun, fun fact Friday. Drum roll here. Ready? There were two celebrities in that scene uh, that were in the Field of Dreams that no one would ever think of completely out of the blue. Tucker, go ahead. Which, which two? Uh, Ben Affleck. And I actually don't remember the second one, but he, come on. Goodwill hunting. Dude, that's not going to help me. Okay. Matt, Matt Damon. That's right. Matt Damon, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yep. Yep. So it was funny because they were extras just in the stands. And I think they had, as the story goes, I know Matt, Matt has talked about it too, because they waited in line to talk to Kevin Costner and you, you ought to see it. Just, um, I don't remember the name of the video, but if you look up Matt Damon, feel the dreams that you'll have some, some videos on YouTube that are quite cool. And he talks about his experience of him and Ben just waiting in line for 45 minutes, just talk to Kevin for two seconds, uh, as young, inspiring, aspiring actors. But yeah, they, they, they were in the stands, um, believe it or not. So that, I think they posted on social media and it took everybody off guard in terms of like, no, you're a liar. That's not true. Ah, yes, it is. I was an extra. So one of those fun, fun facts for you on a fun fact Friday, but Roman, dare we ask now, what are your favorite scenes? Well, I don't have two. I'm not as good as you. I didn't come that. Did I I steal your other one? I will say, no, you didn't. Good. good. I, I would have interrupted you and said that you stole mine if that were the case, but, um, in terms of that, you know, obviously, aside from the last scene, I'm not even going to 
count that into the factor that into the equation because that's not fair. But this is one of the, I think, subtle scenes that means so much that actually a lot of people do bring up is that scene with Moonlight Graham, Doc, the, the old version, Doc Graham in Chisholm, where they're sitting in his office, Ray and Archie Graham, Doc Graham, and talking about why he won't leave. So Ray is trying to convince him to go to the field, to live out his dream, to wink at the pitcher, and actually make an at-bat, which he never did in real life. So as he's talking, you know, Doc Graham is resistant. And Ray says, well, why, why can't you leave? And then Archie says something that's, I think, very poignant is, and I quote, this is my most special place in all the world, Ray. Once a place touches you like this, the wind, the wind never blows so cold again. And for me, that is just, it resonates so well because I get it. That's why I'm still here at the field. <laughs> like it draw, it spoke to me so well. And I was looking at just a couple of, of quotes, but this scene, I think perfectly encapsulates, not just why I'm connected to the, you know, I re- resonate, it resonates with me and I connect to it because of the field and that this is my most special place in all the world. I get to interact with people from all over the world over one commonality, one constant. Well, two, mainly being baseball, but also the love for the field of dreams and hearing their stories, sharing in their story, but being a part of their journey as well. I'm a part of their story. Then we, we collectively are all a part of that. And dream nation is we're all intertwined in this network and community and love for humanity, redemption and pursuing your dreams and all of those things. It's great. And it's all encapsulated here at the field. And it's kind of the melting pot of inspiration, of spirituality, of humanity, and baseball. So, yeah, this is my most special place in all the world. So, Doc Graham, thank you. But, um, you know, I, I know that thousands of people around the world feel that same way. So that, that's, that's my favorite scene. I think that's a good one. I think it's a very good one. I'm just, uh, I was checking here as, as you were um, talking to see if, uh, if pool host has a hit yet, he does not, he has an at bat, but no hit yet. Mm. But no, you're, you're right though. It does. It resonates. It resonates with so many people far and wide from every walk of life and, and every background and every age. And that's a, it's a pretty, uh, pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roman, are you cheering about the Cubs right now? No, I'm not cheering. I'm screaming uh, silently. The The game is tied in the bottom of the seventh. So the, the Brewers rallied and have tied it up here. They scored two in the top of the seventh. So we'll see. Um, hold on, guys. I guess I'll know tomorrow when this airs, but um, we'll see. Rain still coming down here now pretty hard uh, at the field. Some pitter-pattering on the window again uh, for pitter-patter. All right. Um, like ASMR. Better, 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 better. All right. Nope. So, that is not the type of podcast we are. We are not stupid <laughs> no, to that level. No, we are not. <laughs> I promise you, it, it does not get any worse than that. That's it. We've hit, we've hit the bottom. <laughs> Dreamers, bear with us. Sorry about that. All right. So, um, favorite scene. And then, you know, let's, so let's talk about it. Those new to the Bringing It Home show that are just finding us for the first time, there is a TV version, an adaptation to the shows. We started this podcast on Instagram Live. We did an Instagram Live every Friday night back in the fall of 2019, so two and a half years now. This is our third start of our third season, uh, and we're excited. We're This is new for us now. We're adapting it to the podcast format, which is great, so you can... Um, you know, just go ahead, listen to us there. And, and hopefully that's a way for you to, to listen without obviously 
well, listening to it, doing it safely in your vehicle. So that way you don't have to watch a video on Instagram while you're driving, which hopefully you never do. Um, but you can also watch it on Instagram too. So we'll have uh, video snippets and everything of these shows that we'll post on, on Instagram, but uh, that's right. We will. And MC 22. So there's a, there's a television version. MC 22 is the, uh, television network for Mediacom for Mediacom subscribers, uh, and customers only. And that airs every two final Tuesday night, six o'clock. And it re-airs, uh, that following Saturday at 11. So we have prime, prime time television guys. Come on. That's right. Come on. Come on. Can't beat it. Turn the lights on play ball. But, um, you know, in, in terms of that, we have special guests on that show and we do on, on the podcast forum as well. We have a pretty exciting special guest that will meant, uh, you'll see a post out on our, uh, field of dreams pages. So again, at, the field of dreams movie site for Instagram and at FOD movie site for Facebook. Go ahead and follow us. Uh, exciting news in terms of the legend of um, baseball connoisseur and uh, avid baseball fan diehard. I think diehard is uh, not giving him enough credit there. Um, but anyway, he'll be joining the show to be named soon. So uh, be on the lookout next week for posts on that. Um but yeah, the bringing a home show, we have, we have a lot of guests and more so local, uh, to the Dyersville area and the local counties and communities in terms of talking to some of the local high school baseball coaches and players and, and collegiate coaches as well, both for, uh, in, in baseball and softball as well. And speaking of which we had Rex Massey, head coach of the Western Dubuque high school Bobcats softball team on for the first uh, the season premiere of season two for uh, the bringing it home show on MC 22 on Tuesday, the 29th. So last, last week on Tuesday, and that was fun uh, having him on because that was his first year. He'd never coached before no softball coaching experience, but obviously he knows the game very well. So this was his, his first gig and uh, was able to take home the, the trophy and lead his girls to uh, a championship and his team. So that was, it was fun to hear his story and how um, the players rally around rallied around him, but how he rallied around the team as well. And just created this amazing atmosphere and uh, culture in the organization of just having fun. And that was one of the things that he had talked about and go watch it. It's on our YouTube channel. So all those episodes will be posted on our YouTube channel. So please go do that. Uh, Feel the Dreams Movie Sites, our YouTube channel. Go ahead, like us, subscribe, and uh, watch that. So it's a must-watch. And uh, we had a senior on, Maddie, uh, as well, and and uh, Maddie Harris. Maddie was great uh, catcher and first baseman this year in her senior year. And she was a part along for the ride last year and played an integral role in uh, being able to, you know, take it home, take home that trophy. But you know, he t- Rex, one of the things had talked about here, spoiler alert, is he was talking to one of his players and said, what can I do for you? Well, you know, one of the things that we used to do with the previous coaches have fun Fridays. So he said, OK, that that's that's fair. We can still do that, but you got to do me a favor. What's that, coach? Uh, we have to have a fun Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and every day is fun. Let's bring the fun every day. And they did that. They came back 13 games last year. They were undefeated and they came back 13 games and, and were able to rally. So that team has a lot of resiliency and talk about adversity, you know, being able to rise above that in one game. Um, every game was great and it's consistency and it shows just the success that not only the team had, but that Rex wasn't just a fluke that it was, it was a momentum you know, he, he built all that momentum. I mean, what, what was your thought on it? I mean, I thought the show was great. I really did. I, I loved every second of it. It was our new digs, man. Yeah. Our new digs. We, you know, Roman and I spent a, a, quite a bit of time making the set look perfect. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, shout out to Bradley and Chris in, in specific at MC 22 uh, for allowing us to use the studio in the way we are and, and setting up the way we did. And, you know, showing up unannounced and painting part of the set. Um, we we had fun in the the pre-production process of this. And then, Thank you, you know, Chris. to show up, 
to show up day of and shoot that first episode a few weeks back, like, like we did was, it was crazy. Um, the moment that we were getting patted down on our faces with, uh, with, with TV makeup and, uh, the lights were on and it was like, holy cow, here we are shooting a very legitimate TV show in studio with a lot of cameras and different cues. And it was, man, it was cool. It, it really was cool. And it's also like, we get to deliver an even better product now to all the dreamers out there. Hopefully it allows you guys to connect that much more and learn more inspirational stories, but it's just, it's really exciting for me that we're able to deliver something like this along with MC 22 that hopefully will reach more audience. Me too. Me too. And that was foundation. I've learned from my wife that was applied to our faces foundation. Yeah. That foundation ain't, it's not, Nope. Don't like it. I'm not <laughs> a fan, man. I, I tell you, I, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't think so. It wasn't, it wasn't my, uh, it wasn't my forte. No, but I hey, know, the I, minute, hey, the minute I we made, walked out I of that studio. Found, I made foundational sacrifices for the dreamers. That, <laughs> hey, you know, it was, it was funny because walking out of the studio, you, you immediately like a child roll up your sleeve and grab it with the palm <laughs> of your hand and are swiping away at your face. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, hey, this darn makeup thing. It's exactly what happened. Oh, I know. I know. So (laughs) great. Um, The sacrifices we make dream nation for you. Um, But we, we love it. We wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, And that's honestly, I know I speak for you too. It's, it's our favorite part of the week when we get to just sit back and chill out, talk, feel the dreams, talk baseball. Amen to that. So we got some exciting things coming up uh, on the docket for the season. Um, some other great content coming up uh, on the Field of Dreams social media pages, so stay tuned. And uh, excited to bring on the head coach, head baseball coaches from Clark University, the Clark University Pride out of Dubuque, Iowa, and the Loris College Dewhawks uh, in Dubuque, Iowa, as well. The head coaches from those uh, institutions will be on the Bringing It Home show for Mediacom. Uh, the television version on MC22 uh, this month here, later this month. And we're excited for that. That will air on Tuesday, April 26th at 6 o'clock, and then re-air on Saturday, April 30th at 11 o'clock. So definitely stay tuned on that. You can catch episodes on our YouTube channel again as well. So just as a reminder for those that don't have a MediaCom subscription or aren't, uh, Mediacom customer, but Tucker, go ahead. Social media, uh, social media out. Where can fans find us on social? Uh, well, let me, let me just refresh my own knowledge after we've uh, made some changes here. Um, so on Instagram, you're going to find us at the field of dreams movie site. Again, Instagram at the field of dreams movie site. And that's that is one the e. same. That's yeah, that's the same for uh, for Facebook as well. You'll obviously Facebook will be easy for you guys just to search up and you'll be able to tell which one we are. Um, and then uh, Twitter stays the same at FOD movie site. Nothing changes there. Same great content, same great place, same time of day, everything. Um, and then if you're on TikTok, which you should be, if you're not, you should be, uh, you're going to find us at field of dreams movie site. Again, guys, any of these platforms, you can do a quick search for field of dreams movie site, and you'll come across us pretty quickly. And Roman put together uh, a great video, a great TikTok video that now has over 16,000 views in the past two oh. hours, by the way, Roman, congratulations Thank um, you. I haven't from, checked. from today. So there you go, guys, there's Roman's, uh, He's got 16,000 in two hours. So if you check by the time you're hearing this tomorrow, it'll be triple that. We hope I can, I can TikTok. See, I, I can TikTok. Uh, but w- no, we're excited because um, we get to, you know, we have a lot of, Tucker and I have a lot of fun. Our entire team does. And if you're here, you know that. Uh, and because of the same reason that you enjoy the field. And for those that you have visited, you know, firsthand that regardless of your age, the field brings the kid out in you. Baseball brings the kid out in you, but specifically when you're here it doesn't matter i've seen people in their 60s and 70s heck in their 90s run those bases and fall get up with a smile on their face some bleeding <laughs> and just we have first aid kits and take care of you as well um but to say that for legal purposes 
<laughs> but just getting out in front of it and, and people have fun. Right. But we have fun out here and we try and capture a lot of that uh, fun on camera. We had some fun uh, videos last year. So definitely look through our TikTok page. Tucker and I mess around and have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I will not forget the iconic uh, Father's Day video that we did uh, reenacting the the final catch between Ray and John. That was fun. Um, Still one of the best videos, just saying right now. Oh, one of my favorites, but also the one where um, I'm, I literally got on a stepladder yep. with the corn being 11 feet tall and proceeded to jump off of the ladder and peek out of the corn. So it was as if some, I don't know, homeless man or ghost was just living in the corn and says, Hey, is this heaven? And then Tucker's there, turns around. No, it's Iowa. It's great. Just watch it. Um, So it's fun. And we, we play ball on the field too. That was a really good one. I agree. I agree. So anyway, uh, that's wrap from the field of dreams. That was, uh, we didn't do the seventh inning stretch. You know what we should add, and I'm just going to throw it out here. Let's improv. Okay. Let's do next time. Let's do like a seventh inning stretch part of the, um, part of the show and, and do like a fun fact about one of us or something. I let's just, we're always doing it. We're always collaborating, but let's try. I like it. We're going to, we're going to do it. The There's no reason not to, folks. Why not? We do the seventh inning stretch for our ghost player shows throughout the summer. So let's do a seventh inning stretch. And we do the wave at the field, which is fun. So, oh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. But uh, oh, well. it's, yeah, hey, but it's fun. Come out and see the ghost players. Anyway, that's a wrap. Roman Weinberg, Tucker LaBelle, Field of Dreams, movie site, the Bringing It Home show. Guys, stay safe. Enjoy baseball. Enjoy opening weekend. And uh, we will hopefully see you out at the movie site shortly uh, or soon. And uh, Tucker. Keep dreaming, guys. Take care.